Today on Plan B Podcast, we talk about new graduates in part-time or temporary jobs, triple, tripling numbers in yeah. 2020. Oh. That was me! <laughs> Sorry. Probably, like, literally, that was me! Claiming that. <laughs> yeah. And also, a missing 16-year-old victim of xenophobic comments on CISA wow, Facebook page. Some, really some of them need like a whack. Really sad, lah. Uh. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad it's, that you know, it's like it's, it's come to this. At the end of the day, it's still a child, it's still a human being. Right? Of course, yeah. All this and more on this podcast, probably brought to you by Chiran Organization. Mm. You can visit uh, their site to join their growing um, family of professionals. Yeah. Um, at www.planb.sg/jobs. Welcome to the show. Mm. You're listening to Plan B Podcast. The opinions expressed and shared on this podcast are of our own. Welcome to PlanB.sg. We are five months into this pandemic. More than 150,000 people have died. Genuinely, this is what the science is showing. And granted, you know, initially early on, there was a bit of confusion as to what you needed and what you didn't need. Demanded that he should score for Liverpool. A goal against the enemy. Virgil van Dijk. Welcome to the show. It's Plan B.SG. I am Zara Ismail. And I am Darren Mark. And I am Rahman. And in today's uh, podcast, we talk about. People uh, like me. What? No, because. Uh, <laughs> happy young new grads, right? When, yeah. oh. when did you last graduate? Yeah, I graduated. Oh, fuck. It's been a while. So. <laughs> fuck! It's oh, no shit. longer people like you. Yeah. Fuck, fuck my life. You're oh my joining God. the dinosaur era. Bro. Yeah. Oh, God. Welcome to the Jurassic. Oh, but just, God. you know, for question's sake, like, when was the last... Well, when, you, when did you graduate? I think yeah. two years ago, maybe. Two years ago. Oh, yeah. oh crap. Fun. I didn't like, realize. Yeah, fuck. Very fast, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, I recently went back to campus, actually. And uh-huh. then, like, I realized, well, fuck, everything changed, eh? <laughs> <laughs> No, literally, like they built a new, like the, the canteen was upgraded all. So I was like, oh, oh fuck, I don't know this oh place. Oh my gosh. Oh, I feel like a dinosaur now. God damn mm, it. It's okay. Welcome Doesn't matter. To the club. I mean, yeah, yeah. People age and die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's my life, eh? That's my life. Mm. Like, oh my so, God. what's happening so, yes, with the graduate this is, world? This is an article from The Straits Times. Mm-hmm. Uh, proportion of new grads in part time or temporary work tripled yeah. uh, in 2020. Oh my. Written by Deepa Sundar. Um, on so, the, hold on. Part time and what? Part-time and uh, temporary work. Okay. Tripled in 2020. Wow. Mm. So, more than one in five fresh graduates from four local autonomous universities were yeah. in part-time or temporary employment in 2020. Uh-huh. As a proportion mm. of the newly graduated workforce, they more than tripled from 7% in 2019 to 22.3%. Mm. Eesh, yeah. 22.3, yeah. Yeah. Okay. A, a total of 11,800 fresh grads from full-time university programs at NUS, uh-huh. NTU, SMU, and SUSS participated in the Joint Autonomous Universities Graduate Employment Survey 2020 conducted mm. by the four universities. Mm. I took this survey, I remember. Mm-hmm. Huh. They, were, they were surveyed on their employment status as at 1st November, about six months after their final examinations. Mm-hmm. Mm. Of the about uh, 11,000 respondents in the labour force, okay. 11.3% have preferred to be in full-time employment. Uh-huh. This works out in two, to about half the graduates in part-time jobs. Uh-huh. The corresponding figure in 2019 was about one-third of those in part-time work that year. Uh-huh. Three out of four of the graduates in part-time or temporary work in November 2020 reported that they were then under the SG United Traineeships Program. Oh my god, this is me. Yeah. <laughs> this program aims to, re- to support recent and soon-to-be grads to take up traineeship opportunities across various sectors. It aims to help graduates develop their skills and professional environment in the current economic climate while also allowing them to mm. learn more about industries and become better equipped to enter the job market when the economy recovers. Uh. So, Miss Gracious Pang, 25, is undergoing training as an art instructor at Artlet Art Studio as part of the program. The fine arts major had spent almost a year job hunting before she chanced upon the, jo- the traineeship opportunity and decided to give it a shot. After mm. a year of job hunting, mm. she's yes. offered a training ship. She mm. came across this training ship. Mm. Uh, training ship okay, yeah, I, I've read about the training ship. Mm. Yes. The SG United one, which I mean, I think I'm technically, I was under also. Yeah. Okay. So yes, Actually, more than tripled. So you have gone through this training ship, and I get I, no because I remember like when I first graduated. Also, okay, my first since job, we're not since okay. we're not sponsored by the training ship, uh. your honest opinions about the tra- training ship? It's okay lah. I mean, I'm grateful for it. It's an opportunity. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, and you were paid for it? Yeah, I'm. I'm given like an allowance. for How it. much? Uh not that much, to be honest. Two thousand plus, right? Yeah. 
Oh per month ah. Mm. Yeah. But okay, one allowance are no CPF ah. It's not. It's not a pay. Two thousand plus okay what? Two thousand. But out of that two thousand. I mean, plus. like I graduated. My first job oh, paid yeah, me I more forgot. than that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I forgot. But out, out of that two thousand plus, uh, the employee only has to pay five six hundred bucks. The rest is picked up by the. Hmm. Oh, is it? Yeah. Can I Plan see. B apply for the for of this? Of course, Plan B can do it. We can yeah. do it ah. So we can hire. Very people good. and pay them at $2,000 but we won't foot the whole bill and yes. we just pay oh, that's quite on. cool actually that would be cool yeah, yeah but can okay. we explore this please do but truthfully mm. like today I had an, I interviewed a candidate for a job at my office and the guy was telling me he was he was uh, he was under this SG United thing uh-huh. and so yeah they use him for a year then once it's over they drop him like a I like how you uh, use the term they used him for a year yeah because it's like just cheap labor what Yeah, I guess. You But say training, training. What training? Who? Okay. Did anybody do a KPI to see uh, how much training was actually imbibed on the... I mean, there's a report to be written lah. Uh-huh. Have. Yeah, have. Who reads the report? Yeah. Uh, that one, I don't know lah. I just submit. Yeah, because the the, the guy that I interviewed today for mm. a job at my place, Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, he he applied for A. He told me he went for the job. It was B, but okay lah, whatever it is, as long as he says... Money at the end of the month, right? Right, yeah. And at the end of the one-year contract, they just let him go. Mm. So, so the company actually didn't even have uh, the gumption to actually consider him for the job in the first place and they're just using him as... Exactly, yes. So, so find the companies that they, they are misusing no, this but, SG traditionship. No, but it's not misused. They never misuse. Yeah, this is what it's for. You know, like, then you move on having like gained a new skill set, for example. That means, then, would this consider like a, a lapse of how it's actually... Maybe. Maybe it's not meant to be like this, right? Isn't it? I, I don't. I, th- I okay. thought it was meant to be like this. So what really? was the, the the idea behind it? Is what to allow people to pick up new skills? Is it? I think so. And like, I mean, I mean, basically, the economy is in a pretty shit place, right? So like, uh-huh. it's it's here to help people like like me mm. to be able to get a start in that sense, lah. And then like, I thought oh. like the whole point of this uh-huh. is that they would train you for the nece- necessary skills, uh-huh. and if they deem you a good enough. And valuable will, enough employer, they would open up the chance for yes. you. I mean, I'm, to I'm, be I'm sure. Full-time. I'm sure that there yeah. are these I cases as well. Way. I'm sure that there will be these cases as well. But I mean, in some cases, I'm guess I'm guessing that either the performance is not there, or like they just feel like they don't need to take on another full time. Then they just no. Does anyone from the training ship, uh, training ship, whatever you call it, uh-huh. monitors the rate of take ups? From I mean uh, this one, I don't know this one, I don't know like how many I mean, all these will be numbers yes right? yeah, yeah. Like, all these will be numbers that I guess the program itself will know but I I don't have them mm. but like I mean I don't know I just I just feel like the whole thing about part time temporary jobs because even when before the traineeship also like I was doing research work right uh-huh. and it was like a it was I mean it wasn't part time per se but it was temporary work like it was mm. I was on a contract as well mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. okay you know like when I was doing research um work so. I don't know. I I just feel like it's becoming a norm. In fact, recently I spoke with a person who was a H who is a HR person, mm-hmm. and he was telling me, yeah, this is very common among younger people. Like, in fact, it's it's preferable for for some younger people because like preferable, huh? like it's wow. not that like you. There's no freer, commitment. Yeah, like you're freer. Oh, I, yeah. So this is a mindset I heard of. Like people don't want to be bound or or fixed to a particular job. Okay, Nowadays, yeah. it's no longer the in thing or what, is it? Mm. And he was telling me that, in fact, like, what's the what's the downside? He asked me, because he said, like, honestly, there is a stigma. He recognized that, yes, there's a stigma attached to temporary work. But what is the, what's the actual downside? Like, if your employer is giving you CPF, it, he's paying you a, a sum that you are agreeable to, mm, mm, what's the difference? Okay. I see. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, why is this an issue in the first place? Yeah, huh? you know, like, because it's not like as if nowadays people also expect to work in a company for like 20 years, right? Okay. The issue is resilience. <sighs> What do you mean by Job that? Job resilience, where we are training um, a new generation of workers who, uh, you know, in, in a sense, they, they cannot be put under certain forms of pressure and then they'll just like, oh, I cannot handle this. Let's jump to this. I can't handle this. Let's jump to this. Yeah. Then, like, uh, my worry is how 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 are you going to provide for yourself in 10 years time? You know, like, doesn't anybody think about long term growth or mm. playing the long game? That that settling down. That means yeah. all these things are not on their minds anymore. I mean, I I'm quite sure that the majority of people still think this way uh-huh. because, like, I mean, even though it's tripled, it's still like 20%, percent, right? It's not like as if it's like. 80 80% of people are I now understand. doing temporary job. Yeah. And they did say, I think, in terms of mindset, that 
quite a number of these people actually would prefer to be in oh, half, a yeah, full-time half job. Ah. Yeah. But I think, I guess like, there might still be an increase in preference for that kind of job, that kind mm. of arrangement. Mm. Okay. I mean, I can definitely see the, the benefits of working in a job that's flexible. It's refreshing to hear this perspective from you, Darren, because normally I would more than often hear the perspective of business owners mm. who mm. complain about younger workers. Now you got both. Yeah, not, uh, you know, <laughs> and it's true. Like, that's my circle of friends. Mm. And also, you know, uh, the senior ones especially, I mean, I mix with old fucks as well. Uh-huh. And old fucks tell me that... Are you trying to say you're not an old fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a... We middle-aged, yeah, we, we, we middle-aged crisis <laughs> yeah. fucks. Yeah. Okay? So... Old people <laughs> generally will say, oh, the new generation of younger workers, they won't even stay in a particular job for more than six months or more than a year. Then they'll job hop. I don't know what they want in their yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, back then in our time, right after we graduate from university, we'll yeah. sign on to one particular company and we are loyal to that company for 10 over years. Yeah. And that's why Singapore prospered because there's this loyalty of workers and we are resilient and we will work for a common goal. I don't know what. Fuck mm, lah. Mm. Mm, okay. <laughs> So so, what's your what's your view? That shit shouldn't happen. Like no, that it shouldn't happen. You need I to mean, experience life and yeah. I think that like maybe one driving factor for people to have this kind of shift in expectation is that you know work life balance really does matter a lot. Like Actually, I mean, of course, true, if your work environment is good, I would not want to. Why would I want to leave a good working environment? Okay, you know, okay. I, I I genuinely have this uh, feeling. Like in fact, when I spoke with a HR person, they like they actually told me. Uh-huh they are aware that nowadays, because young people have access to so much more information. Uh-huh. Yes. So like your reality is not just based on that one job that you have already, that you already have. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. know yeah. what, in that sense, lies out there for you. Uh-huh. So if you uh-huh. have that kind of basis of comparison and you know mm-hmm. that, for example, why am I not getting the best mm-hmm. that I can be getting? Mm-hmm. Then you're like, yeah, fuck it, I go, I go somewhere else. Okay, I just want to share with you two things. Okay, mm. two experiences that I had, and uh, maybe sure. you share with me your right. views on it. Okay, sure. first, I want to tell you about one guy I met who I helped to do his estate planning. Mm. Okay, uh, and this was a, a guy Rich who fuck. was the no. <laughs> okay, so he was like the uh, I guess what you would call the boomers, right? Oh, okay, ah. okay. So, so this guy, he he was uh, probably in his late fifties okay. or early sixties, right? And um, I remember he had about three sons or four sons, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But he was in asset and cash value, right? He mm-hmm. was going to be leaving behind for his sons at least about 1.2 million each. Holy fuck. Each, yeah? Each. Okay, la. okay? So okay he's, la. he's, he's oh, oh, That's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, I'm one not from that kind of family. Yeah. Does, yeah. I'm not from that kind of family. No, no, but here's the thing, okay? The guy, this guy, he, he only had primary six education. Mm. <laughs> and primary six makes you feel even worse, yeah. right? Uh, primary six education, or just like first two years of second? Hey, no, sorry, he had O levels. I see. He had O levels. I know he started work at sixteen. Oh. And from sixteen to now, he has been working in one company. Ah, okay. wow. And he was working in a shipyard. I see. And he is basically now the number two man in the shipyard. Right. Wow. Yeah. So awesome, like, man. and and he told me that his life uh, uh, value or his life. Uh, Goal, right? Right. Is that he says when you work, work hard, Mm. and the the rewards will reap itself. Right. Mm. Back then, lah. Yeah. He he said, don't don't need pick the hours, don't need pick the little things. Right. Work Mm. sincerely and work hard. Yeah. This was what he old values, lah. Old values. Yeah. 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 So this is what he shared with me, and he said like, so so because he rose through the ranks from like right below to all the way to number two man. Like mm. He knows his, the ship had, shipyard like the back of his hand. Yes. Yeah. yes. And he said when when he rose through the ranks to yeah. management and higher management, mm. like he said, he told his boss, like, I don't know how to use the computer. Mm. Then the boss said, it's okay, we'll hire you a PA to type the emails. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, you, you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so mm. We don't have that sort of companies yeah. anymore. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know. That's okay. So while his story was endearing and, yeah. and motivating yeah. and all that, whether that kind of same opportunities will be exactly available I question the applicability to today's to current generation, exactly. right? That's yeah. one thing. Now another experience I want to share is um I think a couple of years back I went to Indonesia to mm-hmm. to do a talk. Okay. okay. So basically, um the I mean Indonesia has a lot of universities. Mm-hmm. Oh, you and are you were invited to the universities in Indonesia for a talk. Yes, so you're a big fuck. <laughs> so okay, so basically they have a lot of universities, and then they have each university has a student union, right? Mm. Yes. Then they have a union of student unions. Oh wow! Okay. 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 So the union Do we of have student. This? I don't think we have. This. We don't. We don't have. 
We only our, have six. Our student union of student unions. Yeah. Wow. Some okay. people will say we barely have a student union also. Yeah. yeah. So okay. So so but basically, they had this union of student unions. Yeah. Uh, they had a get together like a whole. Uh, one or one and a half week camp for them to like plan their future I and see. talk about things and all that. Right. So within that 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 uh, arrangement of activities, there was this thing called CEO talks, right? Oh, uh-huh. okay. So where they basically inv- invite people who run their own businesses, and mm-hmm. uh, so I was on that panel of speakers talking to this. Mm. Right. Right. Okay. And, and it was mind blowing for me because I there was a hall mm-hmm. full of graduates. Uh huh. Uh, from many different universities, yeah, yep, and all of them wanted to be entrepreneurs. Oh, all of them were, huh? were just yeah were just so driven and mm-hmm. hardcore mm. about how they're going to start their next business. Wow, interesting the yeah. culture, and it's totally different from what like you would see in Singapore. Yeah, mm. so like, how do you rationalize that? In Singapore, correct me if I'm wrong, Darren. Like they would say, I would expect at least a basic salary of uh, 4.5 when I start. Yeah. I mean, I I can't I can't speak for all grads, obviously, but definitely there is an expectation. That mm. one I have. That mm. that's for sure. You know, because like mm. it's not just a matter of because like at home people tell us like, oh, if you study well, you know, you you should look forward to a good job. But it's just that mm. like that that information is literally available online. Ah, you know, like we 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 know what we are supposed to expect because it's there on Google. Like we know, okay. But <laughs> just so because it's there on in Google, Indonesia doesn't mean it's also right, got, right. yeah, yeah. Sorry, in Indonesia also they have access to that one. Yeah, and just but because what, what what made the mentality different? Different, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's possible that like we are just more entitled lah. Mm. Like as as a country, I think like I mean we we expect that for example roads are gonna. Be well maintained and I, shit. Like, I think like, I think this is what I think, and I'm I'm not saying that you're wrong or whatever. Right, right. It's because um, we have a very good pay system here in Singapore. A very good one. Pay, pay system. system. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like people are paid adequately, mm-hmm. although people might still you know expect a slightly high def- uh, right, pay. Right. But when you look at the average pay in Indonesia, they uh-huh. know that if they were to go through the eight to five route mm-hmm. as, a, gonna, yeah. as a worker with a degree and a Uh, um, an average degree nothing holder, much yeah, la, nothing much la, yeah. as compared to being an entrepreneur where you can really where sky's the limit yeah. where they've Possibly. seen examples of uh, startups you know making yep. money in that sense and that's why they all expi- uh, aspire to be that possibly possibly and I also feel I think unfortunately because over here we have so many opportunities to do just temporary jobs so if I'm not wrong uh, the average pay of a graduate in Indonesia is like <coughs> within a range of five to 500 to a thousand dollars a yes, month yes You are right. I mean, dollars, no Singapore also, dollars. You have to also account for like differences in living. What's it called? Uh, standard. I see. Yeah, living standards, yeah, la, yeah, You know, yeah, like yeah. I mean, that kind of money is not going to get anyone anything here. Mm, mm, but I mean, mm. yeah, but that's true. That's true, right? Because when I hired for my office in Indonesia, mm. like uh, a Marcoms graduate earns about maybe at max six hundred sing. Six hundred sings a month. Six yeah. hundred sing a month. <coughs> Excuse me. Are you yeah. okay? Are you yeah, dying? Okay. <laughs> still surviving, still surviving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, no, no COVID here, no yeah. COVID. Here. We need the decon later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, I do, I, I don't know. I, I feel like, I mean, I can't speak for all graduates also yeah, because I feel yeah. like my route is also quite <coughs> different in that mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Like I, I did mostly temp jobs also. Mm. Yeah, and, and you were like, perfectly okay with that, right? I was okay with that because mm. for me, it's like I mean, I know how to manage my my mm. finances. So is it because there's so many temp jobs that it's just easy to hold out for your dream job? Then we just take temp jobs in between, or what? Uh, I also wanted to travel and stuff. Ah. Like I, I, I was genuinely looking forward to like traveling and and seeing the world first. Mm. Of course, mm. while still earning my own keep, but you know, like also being able to travel and see the world and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like to be honest, there was a point in time where I wasn't even sure if I wanted to stay in Singapore. Oh, so I really? was like, why would I need CPF if I'm not staying here? Wow. Yeah, there was a point where that was really in my mind because it was like, what's what's here for me? I see. Like, this, this was a genuine thought for me before, because mm. I was like, I mean, do I want this for the rest of my life? If I was a policymaker, I'd be shitting bricks listening to you. Why? I, why would you be? I, I mean, I mean, as a young person, sometimes they have idealistic. Yeah. Uh, and it's perfectly okay. It's like it. It is how it is being young. Yeah. yeah. So, right. So I would say, as a policymaker, I'll be shitting mm. bricks, not because there's something wrong with him, uh-huh. but because. <laughs> 
I would be worried like how am I going to ensure retain fut- the talent yeah retain uh, talent ah. ensure future sustainability of our economy you know and then But, with a growing population I, hmm. we will need the young to be able to support that that older population so if there's a brain drain I if see. people yeah. are leaving Singapore and I think that Is that happening? I mean, I I can't speak for with data, but I know yeah. that anecdotally, I know a lot of people who you know would mm. want to move out if mm. they could. You know, who should we speak to? Ah, uh? it would be in- interesting if we can get an expert uh, to give some sort of insight about this. Would it be an industry expert of sorts about employment? About or about yeah, because I'm sure it differs across industry also. What like, mm. I'm sure that there are some industries where like there's been drained, but there's somewhere they are staying and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like. At that point in time, like my mindset was that you know Singapore is just so fucking stressful, uh, mm. and like I'm I'm, lit, I'm burning myself. Is it stressful? I mean, Singap- Singapore is it one is. of the most stressed out cities in the world. I think. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we rank we rank in one of the top 10 for least sleep on average for for people. We are the most expensive city in the world. Yeah. Okay. Like it's yeah. a stressful place to be. It is. Know? It is. Yeah. And like in my mind at that point, I was like, I didn't ask for this shit. Yeah. I so see. So I was like, I'm I'm gonna get out if if I could lah. Um. Where so you, I, where you gonna live? M- Malaysia. Just somewhere that's like less <laughs> less stressful. Like I think New Zealand is a is a very popular. Oh yeah. Place I've heard New Zealand's of. expensive, and you get lonely there. I I, I mean at that point, bro. huh? Is nothing can be more expensive than the most expensive city in the world, right? And we I think the, 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 the move itself will be expensive. If you mention Bali, you I would have believed you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think that there are people who genuinely would. I mean, I know like my ex teachers, for example, who mm. have now migrated to Australia, and they are like they would never look back. Are they wow. happy? They're damn happy. Are you sure? Yeah, because like their kid, their kid, their kid cries when he has to come back to Singapore to visit parents. Serious to visit like grandparents and stuff because like the place is just not is not. Conducive for them. I think this kid. I mean, my my teacher in particular. The kid is a bit special needs. Okay. Oh. And apparently, the support structure here is shit. Ah. Uh, And okay. then, like, when so he went through school here, mm. the the child, mm-hmm. and was so badly fucked up, uh-huh. which is why now he cries when he has to, when he thinks of coming back to Singapore. Serious. Mm-hmm. Because the the system there is completely different. Mm. And like that, children like that are taken care of very well. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, the parents are also going to be like, why would we ever want to come back? Oh, I you see. Know? But on my, uh, I mean, in my circles, I have uh, you know listeners sharing how they miss Singapore, uh, like yeah. they face racism. Yeah. In Australia, mm. and then uh, I mean, it, it's a real thing. Islamophobia, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 you know. And yeah. uh, I mean, of course, you hear the good stories, yes. but I also hear the bad ones. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm and sure, also I'm right. Sure. Also, I think like half yeah. people, half of the people who already make the jump to move, right? Mm-hmm. They won't tell you the shit stories, why? Maybe, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. They will, you know, as uh, you say in Malay, "Telan bara api," so they will just tell you. Yes. Ah, good, good, good! I'm so proud of my move. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Understand, understand. So it's difficult to. It's true. I mean, these are all like anecdotal. Yeah. But like my own mindset lah back then was uh-huh. really like, why, why, why would I want to stress myself out for the rest of my life? Yeah. All right. But you know what, bro? What it? What? You know, uh, on both of our Instagrams, mm. there's uh, this guy from uh, from Turkey who has a restaurant in in Dubai, right? Uh, Nusret, no? uh, Salt Bay. No, the other Cizek guy. and Burak. Yes. Okay. What about? So love him. Every time I see his videos, right? Yeah. And he's like, he's Turkish, but he's based in Dubai now. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then he has got all these stars coming to visit. Yes. Him. Will Smith recently yeah, came Will to his Smith. restaurant. Yeah. 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 And they have. He's made there. it. Wow. And and actually, some of his food doesn't even look that tasty. You're right. It's the <laughs> hype. Yeah. It's, it's the, the hype. hype right? It's like you you think you can do better, right? Yeah. Wait. <laughs> I I know I can do better. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I I just think like okay Dubai we can do it yeah <laughs> Dubai is like the place for yeah. if you have money mm. and you can like don't give a shit about anything else yeah then you move there you need money ah. and hype you yeah need money and hype money and hype yeah oh so yeah, shit well that's Dubai <laughs> that's Dubai here in Singapore you don't need money you don't need hype. Uh-huh. But you no, can you have need a, a fuck ton of money, dude. Yeah. You no, still no, no. need a fuck ton of money. No, you don't need money. You don't need hype. But you can have a bright future uh. with QO. <laughs> <laughs> so Good. we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna. Never mind. QO can give you yeah. a fuck ton of money also. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> 
six figures. It's true. Yeah. Six figures. It's true. Fuck yeah. a year. Yeah, six figures a year. Yeah. So Fuck. listen to. Wow, I know, I know, I know. Eugene, Eugene, we got just give some time. Let's listen to them right, right now. <laughs> Only on Plan B SG. Stand by. www.planb.sg slash jobs uh, that's the link that you can visit mm-hmm. if you'd like to explore job opportunities and join the growing team of professionals here at QO Chiran Organisation yes. mm-hmm. we are still with uh, an FSC who yes. has clocked a six figure annual income mm. within his first year on the job with QO that's fantastic wow. within Michael. first year huh? Yeah. Solid, eh? Solid, man. Like, mm. um, how did your parents react oh, yeah. when you actually, you know, like coming into it? No, because don't forget, like he, he mentioned yeah. right earlier that he was going to go uni mm. and then yeah. after doing this journey, he realized like, ah, maybe uh-huh. we don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, some parents would have been like, are you crazy? Yeah. No, finish your uni. You know, uh, like, how, how did your parents react? Mm. So, after my parents see what I've done, yeah. you know, what I've Alright, what I've achieved, right? I mean, before, before you have achieved, what, okay. were, they, what, what were they thinking about like, are you sure, Eugene, this yeah. is what you want to do with your life? Yes. But they were like that. They were like, huh, really? Insurance? Uh-huh. <laughs> I see, I see, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah but yeah. I managed to convince them. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. Because they are a bit worried. No? Yeah, mm. they, 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 they show their care and concern. You know? Yeah, yes. okay, yeah, of course. Yeah. So sometimes they, they're scared that we fail. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So I assure her. Uh-huh. So... After two months, she yeah. see the result, the yeah. awards I get. Wow. Yeah. She, okay. she start to, oh yeah, I think you should do this. Did, wow. you, <laughs> did you buy her a nice expensive gift? No, I brought her to the flyers. Oh. Yeah, yeah you know, I'm so <laughs> curious to know, like when you first made that first big sum, uh, mm. how did you spend it? Was it a celebration of sorts? Um, did you okay, finish it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> so I save a bit yeah. and uh-huh. I bring my mom out mm. for a nice dinner. Nice. Wow. Yes. Right. Yeah. And I bought myself a nice pair of shoes. Ah. Yeah. Very yes, humble yes. spending. Yeah. yeah. Are you always like this throughout your life? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he had no savings from NS. I see, I see. Yes. So, so did becoming a financial planner help you plan for yourself as well? Yes, oh. definitely. Mm-hmm. So I start to manage my own finance. Mm-hmm. finance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Manage my own uh, life insurance, everything. Awesome. Okay. And yeah. you are getting married in a few months time? Oh, next yeah. year. Next, next year. year. Next year. Well, congratulations. Yes, congratulations. At a young age, traditionally, I know like Singaporeans, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially Chinese Singaporeans. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. I have friends who are at the age of 30, 31, and that's the age, the average age in which they get married. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. you are already jumping into, um, you know, a, a marriage life next year. Mm-hmm. That's really awesome. I'm really happy for you. And yeah, I know you. it would have, you know, how are you going to do the wedding? It's going to be like a big one and uh, you know COVID oh. uh, not COVID <laughs> yeah. still can big one yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can try try to like, uh, I see, I see. now COVID I think they, they the maximum is 150 packs mm. yeah, yeah yeah, that's true that's true. so if they open up then maybe it's 250 mm. packs yeah, yeah. so after three years of planning for people now I start to mm. plan for myself as well uh. nice. <laughs> nice nice and I mean I'm sure you couldn't like you I'm sure you didn't imagine this happening to you like three years ago mm. when no, you first started yeah. I always like thought $50 th- in your bank yeah. yeah I always thought okay I must reach maybe like 35 mm. when I'm very stable mm. then I start yeah. to get married yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Thirty-five. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, they say the guys uh-huh. prime age. Oh, oh. Yes. I'm yeah. at my prime. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So, um, like, uh, moving forward, where do you envision yourself in yes. QO? Do you aim and aspire to be, you know, one of the top earners? And mm. how much time do you give yourself to achieve that goal? So yeah. for myself, actually, what I want to achieve is. To actually guide more people, mm. yeah, people like me, yep. mm-hmm. yeah, who do not have any financial background, mm-hmm. pass them the knowledge, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. and basically have more people like me, lah. Mm-hmm. You know? So maybe uh, if you can just share with us your journey to six figures. Oh, yes. What was the most memorable part of that journey to six figures? Well, that's that's a good question. Wow. Okay, so it's hustling. Okay, okay the okay. consistency. Uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. okay, so. I work um, every day, but okay. I work every day, but mm. my time is very flexible. Mm-hmm. I see. I get to choose what time I want to work. Mm. I see. Ah, yeah. Okay. So, time I can work in the morning. So, mm. I work at night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
and I still have the work-life balance. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, I was about to ask you about that. Like the work-life balance, how do you manage that? Is it like very, like, is the hustle um, sucking up a lot of your, uh, you know, working hours, yeah. right? Or do you have, when you talk about flexibility, you actually have some time to do things that you like in mm. terms of hobby. Like, Do you have a hobby? Or is your hobby selling? I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, no. So my hobby is going to the gym. Ooh, I see. I see. Yeah. You're so a gym this, rat. Yeah. So this, uh, this, this industry actually yeah. give me the opportunity to to do what I want. Okay. Okay. Oh. So I just give you an example of my timetable. Okay. Ooh. Let's okay, go. So morning I wake up. Uh-huh. Okay. I will go to the gym. Uh-huh. I go to the gym. Then after that I will go to, for my first appointment. Mm. Okay. After okay. that, when I you will, talk about morning, how early? Maybe about. 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Okay, okay. Go to the gym. Okay. Then after I go for my first appointment. Uh-huh, uh-huh. After that I go for my high tea. Wow. Oh. Okay, the so same I... place. <laughs> no, no. Oh no, no. Because that place you got, you got, got, you got place to do high tea. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the photos, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so high tea. Then after uh-huh. I go for my maybe second appointment. Mm. And I meet my loved ones, my family. Notice notice is not tea, it's high tea. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, it's I, need, I need myself some high tea. Yeah, yes. continue. Yes. Okay. So, and I meet my loved ones for uh-huh. dinner, everything. Yeah. yeah. So, I feel that this job really give me the work-life balance that I want. Wow. Mm. So, yeah. now on, on average, do you clock like say just two appointments a day or? Um, appointment range from two to five. Mm. Okay. To sometimes mm-hmm. even seven. Because okay. uh, now we have this technology thing. Uh-huh. Yes. So we can actually clock up to seven appointments a day. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, so wow. you mean some some of the deals, I mean, depending on client, I'm sure, but some of them are like online, is it? Yes, correct. Oh, or is it most of them are online? Um, Some of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, maybe some older generation, they prefer face-to-face. face-to-face, yes. yeah. Yeah, face-to-face. Yeah, yeah. They want to see you. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. So the younger generation, they actually prefer Zoom. Trust me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So we can actually finish everything, the sales process, uh-huh. in just one hour. Oh. oh yeah. I see. I see. And then when you walk through like uh, QO, and then you see uh, young upstarts, mm-hmm. young people who are also shadowing their mentors, uh-huh. does it remind uh, you of the time that you were actually you know in a position like them before? Uh, and yes. you like, kind of like, hi, you know, I was once like you. <laughs> and then you kind of like give a motivational speak. Do you Back do that? Back in my day. <laughs> yes, definitely. Because uh, Kyo is actually, we, we are like a family. Mm. So mm. when we see each other, we actually talk to each other. Oh, yeah, nice. So we we'll give uh, words of encouragement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. great. That's great to know. Super. Sounds because like an amazing it, work environment. Yeah, it is. Because I always believe praise is potent. Mm. And you know, uh, as adults, we're quick to uh, put down someone when yep. he or she makes a mistake. Yep. yep. But I really like uh, the vibe. I think mm-hmm. at the end of the day, yeah. QO provides and that level of scaffolding yes. with the mentors come and that willingness to to the um, to impart Support knowledge. Other, yep. Yep. And I'll be honest, uh, mm-hmm. coming from a corporate background as well, sometimes it's really hard for your seniors to impart certain knowledge. Yes. Because uh, they don't benefit from it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Like, like, yeah. why should I teach you everything? You, know, you should go through the, learn the ropes. But I, I believe it's a different kind of mindset, a different kind of, uh, different kinds of values that they are imparting in QO. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who are tuning in right now, uh, you should give it a shot. You know, you should yep. try. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of them who, who wants to be part of the, uh, the community, mm-hmm. must they be 100% sure? Or can they come in with a 50-50 mindset? What is what is the best um, mentality to approach this particular job? The best mentality I feel that is um, you need to they need to have this mindset. They have to put in the work, mm-hmm. okay? Because uh, definitely uh, in life you, you need to work hard, of course, to yeah, achieve of course. what you want. Yeah, okay, yeah. So work hard, consistency, mm. and lastly, I feel that to be successful, your mental. Your mentor pay, play a very big part. I see. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, QO has fantastic mentors. Yeah, exactly. Yes. exactly. exactly. Right? The whole system, ecosystem of mentors mm. to support you. Right? Yeah. Could you share one memorable thing your mentor did to you that you will always remember? You know, the kind of help that he has rendered and you... Okay. Maybe, yeah. So remember when I say I left $150? Yes. So yes. I spent $100, okay, yeah. on mm. my former shirt and my yeah. leather shoe. Mm. So I left about $50, right? Yeah. yeah. And at the point of time when I joined this industry, I need to get an iPad. Oh. Yeah, we need to get an iPad. Okay, okay. No, we cannot sell, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So my mentor, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I only have $50. <laughs> 
So he offered me. Yeah. Yeah. So he bought an iPad for me. Wow. wow. That's for awesome. free, just like that. Yes. Wow. wow. Did you pay him back? So I pay back working hard. Okay, uh, I see, I see, I see. So don't disappoint him and yes, don't disappoint yes. yourself, right? That's right. awesome. Wow. Yeah. We will be speaking with his mentor in a while. Wow. I'd like to thank Eugene for uh, coming with us and sharing the expectations and yes, realities yes. of being in FSC. Uh-huh. And for those of you who are tuning in and then uh, you feel motivated and you feel empowered enough and you feel, hey, I can take on this job. Yep. I, I think this is for me. By all means, please visit the site. It's www.planb.sg slash jobs. We will come back right after this with more news to come only on planb.sg. Welcome back And uh, we have a report Right Darren? Yes What is this From about? From Masha News So it's a bit tabloidy I uh, guess uh, Like okay, I don't I think Because this News. wasn't picked up On like the On the mainstream media Which uh, I felt was a bit like Why isn't this on the mainstream media? Okay So anyway uh-huh. uh, The article reads Missing 16 year old Gets people questioning If he's Singaporean Redditors say Nationality shouldn't matter mm. Facebook users ask about missing 16-year-old, uh, 16-year-old's nationality. Mm. SPF confirmed on Twitter at 10.42am today, which is as of, uh, I think, 19 Feb, that the boy has been found safe and well. But basically, at that point in time, this 16-year-old boy went missing. Okay. And in a bit to create awareness, the police took to Twitter to urge Singaporeans to keep a lookout for the missing child. Uh-huh. However, uh, netizens started to spread this message online. And yeah. one such reshare on Facebook... The boy's nationality took center stage. Alamak. So the reactions were later shared on the Singapore Reddit subreddit r slash Singapore where users rightfully pointed out that the boy's nationality shouldn't matter but yes. they attracted a lot of distasteful comments on the Facebook because mm. there's one particular Facebook group called Can I read it out? The Facebook group I mean it is what it is right? It's on, it's on the it's, Yeah it's public lah. Ah, yeah. So it's the Abolish CESA CECA petition Facebook group mm-hmm. uh, was shared there on Wednesday which is 17 Feb morning okay. but instead of hoping that this boy could be found mm-hmm. some people took the opportunity to question is this boy this boy is real Singapore or at PR? This is a ah, comment from the thing. Okay. It appeared that the boy's ethnicity re- uh, spurred comments about whether he was really Singaporean, uh-huh. making comparison between recent arrivals from India uh-huh. and Singaporean Indians born here. Mm-hmm. Some even implied that he wouldn't help if the boy was a foreigner. Mm-hmm. So the comment read, if Sisa's son, then never mind, let it be. Oh. Uh, others serious, took huh? the chance to make racist comments. Mm. Uh, so Still have uh, these sort of things, uh. Oh, have! Oh my God! Like I, when I looked at the at the at the what's it called the Facebook, it was fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like some of the some of the comments that they were saying uh, is is really oh. terrible. So like I, I know see. the hash piece because okay. Fahima, we got Fahima. Right? Yeah. like Fahima was really wrought up by this shit. Because mm-hmm. I mean, like her, I mean her outfit is against this kind of thing, right? So yeah. she, I think, face uh, on Facebook, she made a comment, uh-huh. and I think like. Hash piece itself also issued a statement. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, because saying that, I mean, this is hateful. Uh, this is hate speech, basically. Yeah, but mm. I'm going to say the unpopular thing. Uh. What? This is what you get when you have this kind of situations uh, and you have this kind of policies. Huh? What? What? I'm what against hate. And I think okay. uh, a boy went missing yeah. and, and we should help. And uh-huh. no matter what happens, where he comes from, it could be from India, Japan, China, whatever it is. Mm. If the boy is missing, I mean, uh, my heart goes out to the parents who are suffering for a few hours thinking okay. of where he is. Yeah. And help should be given. Yes. But you know all the xenophobic comments that you were saying uh, coming out and all mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. That kind of hate speech, that that rhetoric, that comes about because people are frustrated and angry that you have policies in place that arguably uh, do not favour your locals. Nah. But does it warrant that sort of response? It I doesn't. Think? It doesn't. I'm not saying that the... It doesn't excuse it, right? Yeah, it doesn't mm. excuse it. But it will come. This will come. So as This a, is to be expected lah, you're saying? Yes. This is to be expected when you have people who are frustrated, who are angry, who feel that, they, that the high-end paying jobs are not going to the locals. People will, will start going back to their, their base animalistic selves and they will start spewing... So, really so would you prefer a situation like Dubai or Saudi in that matter where, or even Malaysia in that matter where you want to open a business, it must be a Bumiputra or it must be a local of sorts, you know, then they take a, a large percentage and then like that, that's the local first mentality that certain countries have adopted. Mm. I don't think Malaysia has done it well with no disrespect to Malaysia. Okay. But I think UAE has done it fantastic. 
fantastically really? well. Really? I've heard. I've, you sure I've, or not? I've, I've seen heard documentaries. Things, man. Yeah, like they're yeah. basically dummies. Like in the, dummy in the sense, not dummy as in like stupid, but dummy yeah. as in like they just put their name there, but yeah. they don't actually work. Like their work is just being a local. Okay. And then in terms of um, you're talking about the grit uh-huh. of of the people uh. who are just like jumping on this bandwagon and and like we uh, have a generation of people like Darren who don't even know what they want to do and they are just taking temporary jobs. And you're talking to me about grit. Screw the grit. Take okay, care okay. of your local people. Give them comfort. Make <laughs> housing easy. Give them good healthcare. That is enough. I mean, that, that, to be okay. fair, that is the pillar of any government, I think. Okay. Yeah. And you're telling me UAE doesn't do a good job. What? Oh, give them greed. What? Must put your people through some challenge, is it? Okay, no, but, you, first you of must all, make, but first of like, all, what is CISA? I don't, until now, I don't actually know what the fuck is CISA. Because I've heard I, it. Mm. Like, I know that it's it's like a very kind of like central point for mm-hmm. a lot of discussion about like... <laughs> Foreign. I'm still laughing at the great part. I'm just, I just, I'm processing what Raman was saying. Like, okay, that's funny. Sorry. Yeah. No, like I've heard so much. I mean, about well, CISA. well put out, lah. You know, fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. No, I've heard so much talk about CISA. <laughs> Sorry. But like until now, I don't actually know what it is or what it does. Yeah, this is the first time I'm 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 hearing about this CISA. Oh, it's, no, because it's, it doesn't get covered on mainstream media. Like mm. because, for example, this kind of shit that happened, yeah, uh, like yeah. a boy goes missing and then Singaporeans are being fuckers mm. on 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 Facebook yeah, and saying this yeah. guy can go back home. Yeah, mm-hmm. like nothing came out. I, so I don't know what CISA, but what I know there's a lot of racist people who just mm. jump on it. Mm. It's basically it's a abbreviation for what? It's a it's a it's a it's an act, which is a basically a, a collaborative agreement between Singapore and India. Okay. To allow for internationals to work here. Okay. Yeah. Do we have such a uh, such uh, policies who are like for us in China or us in Indonesia? Don't have. Don't have. Only specifically for India, lah. Yes. So that is the why people are disgruntled. Yeah. So basically, I think many people on the ground do not understand mm. why we need to enter into this. Where is the economic benefit of allowing all of the internationals come here to work? What what's the benefit to Singapore? Uh Changi. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know there's this Changi business park and I heard the nan there is damn good. I I just went there it's fucking good. Uh, I love it. So I guess that's the benefit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel so wrong laughing at this. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, but I know I know that that point this uh. Place in Singapore has yeah, been the yeah, cent- yeah. like is another central flashpoint for a lot for of this. all this hate speech and all that. Yeah. I see. Because I mean, like, as in, like, okay. literally, you go there and you know that these are all Hindi speaking because I literally know Hindi. Okay, right. and they, actually, it's nothing against them personally, right? And, yeah, okay, okay. But, but it's just that nobody on the ground understands this policy, and you, I, I'm having trouble grappling with it. As really, well. yeah, bro. Yeah, because I mean, if you've listened to this podcast long enough. Mm. I I I have been an advocate for the fact that I feel Singaporeans should get good top paying yes, jobs. Yes, yes. You're becoming an activist. No. <laughs> I just <laughs> I take pride in the fact that I went to study at NUS. Okay. And to me, if you say that our local graduates mm, cannot take mm. the top end jobs, mm, then mm. then the education system is a failure. Ooh. Yeah. That's just my view. Okay. Yeah, okay. 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 Like, I I don't know. I Thank feel you. like I I feel like I had this. Oh, I actually had this conversation with uh, a friend recently. This what reminded about? me hundred okay. percent because this friend of mine he is foreign, mm, okay, mm. Uh, but he's also an employer in Singapore. Yeah, okay. so he has a startup. Okay, uh-huh. and then like he was saying that you know like he wants to hire Singaporeans, mm-hmm. but sometimes he just finds that Singaporeans just don't just are not up to task. Uh. Yeah, I, yeah, that's kind of like unpopular to say, but sometimes yeah, it's yeah, effective, I mean, right? Then yeah, so he I was like, I mean, well, yeah. he would he would prefer to hire local, mm, uh, but if the local people just don't provide or if mm. they just cannot do it, mm. but what what was he looking for? I think like he see for him his particular uh, criteria was he was looking for somebody who is who can forego conventional traditional hierarchies because okay. for mm. him he wanted an employee uh-huh. who can tell the employer, uh-huh. no, you're wrong and you're stupid for doing this. Let's let's not. Let's not pursue a stupid idea. He wanted somebody that is that can be frank uh-huh. and that can you know like be be assured enough in their work I and see. in the quality of their work that they can do this. Your mm-hmm. friend startup lah. Startup, yeah. 
I think your friend thinks he is Sir Richard Branson. <laughs> no, but he gets other people who are able to do this. So you telling me all Singaporeans are uh, inability? Yeah, have a total inability to criticize. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's saying that like he, of all the the applicants that he got, uh-huh. there were a couple uh-huh. who like he ended up taking, and he and he's very willing and very hopeful that they they stay through. Mm-hmm. But he said that unfortunately there were a lot also more in fact that uh-huh. he had to turn down. Okay, I mean there have been reports about how our local system uh, creates workers, not thinkers, then uh, creates uh, employees who are better for backroom staff, not front room staff. Ah, okay, but so all this talk has been going on for such a long time, right? Mm. When are we going to get our ex straight? This one I don't know, but I can I can attest mm-hmm. to the difference in the quality of students. Okay. There was once uh-huh. I I went to an international school, a local international school, okay. for a talk lah. Yeah, and then like I was I was talking to the students, and this question, the quality of the questions that the students asked, uh-huh. I was blown away. Okay, because I was like, this would never happen in a local school. Like this would never happen in a Singaporean school. You think so? Yeah, like no. If you are there, you will know what I mean. Could Singaporean, you give like a an example, like just a short one, a uh, short example. Okay, so I was there to just talk about. Life, I wasn't. It wasn't like a professional kind of like a thing. Uh-huh. I was just sharing uh, my some... experience with religion. Oh, Dal- okay. Yeah, so some it was, Dalai it was, Lama thing. Oh. Was, yeah, I mean, yeah. in a sense, uh, it was like a, a talk about religion and the meaning of life kind of thing. Okay. okay. So like, I was just giving this one. Sorry, what school scene. is this again? This one I, fits, I won't name the school. Okay. This one fits your this one, Darren the Sage. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah I guess. Yeah. So I was just giving this thing, and then like people yeah. gave me very insightful questions of like you know. And how old were they? That's the thing. I was shocked because after the thing, I I thought like, fuck, am I talking to like university students? And mm-hmm. then I asked the teacher, how old are they again? Yeah. It's like 16. Wow. Ah. International school. Eh? Yeah. Yeah, because in a local school, nobody's going to talk to you about religion. No, it's not even about that. Yeah. But they they linked the... Because I'm not... Like, they were not just asking me about like the philosophy of stuff okay. and like abstract shit. But it's like yeah. real life things that are that affect Society, I think. Like, I think some of them talked about hate speech. Some of them talked wow. about homophobia. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "This is these are sixteen year olds." Wow. Well, the fact that they could have this sort of session in that particular school speaks uh, volumes of the I kind of so. programs that they do. A- exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. I can't imagine this sort of discourse done in a local school. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I've yeah. never heard of any school yeah. doing this. But sort that's of. the sad thing, right? Because you do have smart people, I'm sure. Yes. Right, like Singaporeans who will, if given the opportunity, mm. be able to exercise mm. critical thinking. Also, I see. So are we purposely being dumbed down and then forever we will have foreign masters being the top end brass of most oh, of our corporate oh, sweeping wow, sure. fuck, that is a oh, that's a loaded <laughs> statement yeah. yeah because I feel that way bro I feel that way oh my I, I, I feel blessed that I'm running my own firm right and I'm at the top of my organization but right What about? Like, I I mean, honestly, I have many friends who who just don't get the good jobs, lah. Yeah, lah, yeah, lah. I mean, and this is something that I I think is like common knowledge, also kind of mm, running I, around. I have the ground. no answer to that, Rahman. But yeah. I think that's a fantastic question, and you know, I want to give some insights. But I I was just sitting down and I was thinking, uh, when was the last time? Like my circle of friends are business owners, uh, right? Startup owners, yeah. yeah. So they they are running successful startups, and yeah. and and you know, as much as I want to empathize with the current. The employment market of sorts for the locals. I'm thinking, when was the last time I actually communicated to someone? Uh, you know, uh, and and I feel when you talk about no, there's no lack of talent in that sense. Yes, because I think in our, in our circles, we mix with people who are you know yep. very forward thinking. Mm-hmm. And yep, yep. I could I could also say you know I'm doing quite well in the podcasting scene. Yeah, yeah Be- exactly. Beating some international yeah. talents, and I feel kind of good. Yeah, exactly. You know, your other podcast has been number one and will remain number one for since two thousand and nineteen. Yes, you yeah, know yeah. we beat fucking Joe Rogan. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. And we're in Malay. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And and amazingly, the second podcast is in Malay too. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 for me, I'm thinking like, okay, why well, we we do have the talent? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why why does the talent? Does, What's stopping us? Yeah, I don't know. I really, Who's I really don't know. Who's perpetuating this, you know, thinking that, you know, Singaporean workers are this and yeah, that. Yeah, and, and then cannot uh, think out the box, cannot come out with new things, cannot I, be I, like CEO of a bank. I'm just going to do know, like a, I don't know if it's like a self-selective bias because we are like, we interact with people who are able to think out the box. 
So we assume that most people can. Uh, when like, uh, yeah. I mean, just the schools lah. I mean, I, I, I don't know about the workforce mm-hmm. as a whole, right? But like just mm-hmm. from a, just the departure point of schools. I see. There is a huge quality difference. We can do better lah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Okay, but just on that point, I remember when I was in university, mm. we have a lot of exchange students as well. Mm. Right? Mm. Now, the good, the thing about the Western students, uh, yep. they can come to class unprepared. Uh, yep. But they are so glib that they know how to bullshit their way and wayang questions. <laughs> that is also true. That is in itself a skill set. No, yes. <laughs> no, that's very true. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that part Singaporeans lacking. I will agree to that. Yeah, you know we don't know how to put on that bravado. We don't know how to mm. how to you know like yeah. like showmanship, ah, you know. Mm. Actually, I would agree. Right, even I mean, even when it comes to asking questions, like the yeah. the Westerners do it so well. The they make good it questions yeah, to ask. Yeah. Also. yeah, and they make it look like wow. You know, I, I'll be honest, Darren. Like, uh, you know, when you came on board Plan B, like your kind of talent uh-huh. will come once every five years. Mm, like the kind I'm of broadcasting. This, man. No, it's true. It's true. And I mean, I've discussed with my partner as well, and he would agree. Mm-hmm. And I, me being in in the broadcasting line, people in that line will know it's really hard to get good talent who oh, can shit. navigate around shit and ask good questions and yeah. be animated and be entertaining. Yeah, Ooh, it's not easy, bro. Yeah, oh. just look at our national TV. <laughs> 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 you had to put that in right. You had to put that blow right. Hey, actually true, ah, bro. Dude, I've been trying to tell you guys. <laughs> no, no, you, you, you know. Come on. Okay, just on that note, looking at national TV, right? You know when was the last time I watched a good show on Fuck, TV? Fuck, I I don't even know, dude. Like I don't have TV. The last, okay, honestly speaking, the last good local production that I watched was growing up. You know? No, so, no. Sometimes when when yeah, because when I l- look at like students, especially when they have like uh, presentations, when they uh-huh. do videos, like oh. why is it so static? Uh? Why right, is it right, lifeless? Yeah. Why can't? Yeah. And then when you see someone of their age in another country, even oh. as close as our neighbors in Malaysia, yeah, their pidato mm. competitions, oh. the breed of speakers are different, bro. Yeah, yeah. Bro. they're more hardcore. Different, bro. Yeah, Which is surprising because, like, I think there's this trope, right? Like, if you're a science student, all then yeah, you're like this. But if you're art student, if you're from FASS, then maybe you can bush a bit better. Uh, I mm-hmm. sometimes find that that doesn't even necessarily hold true. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, there's so, something that I yeah. guess education system needs an overhaul. <laughs> maybe. Uh, yeah, this is kind of drastic overhaul. Come yeah, on, I mean, surely we we don't need an overhaul. Okay, la, not overhaul lah. Revision, fine tuning, fine. Yeah, yeah improvement. Maybe we can sure. we yeah. can tap on all the overhaul. Bases. Yeah, yeah, bro. We can, eh? we, we can tap on all the mayors <laughs> again. <laughs> so you know this this the topic that we're gonna visit sometime maybe next week yeah, or the yeah. week after. Yeah. This is like a sneak peek, sneak peek. Yeah. yeah. So uh, are we? Th- is this like the first part or second part? I forgot. This is the second part. This second part. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Just a very interesting conversation. I mean, so so. Yeah. TLDR racism bad, but apparently local students also bad. Oh no. Not say local students lah. Local school system. Um. Thank you for tuning in and share with us your thoughts on today's episode. Yeah, that would be interesting. Or just share the episode lah. Just share the episode. Yeah, this podcast is brought to you by our friends from QO Children Organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to join their ever-growing uh, pool of professionals, you can uh, visit the site www.planb.sg/jobs. I'm Zaris Maya. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Zaris Maya. You can also find me on my uh, Instagram at Darren Mark Kau and on my Facebook at Darren Mark. And you can look for me on uh, Instagram and Facebook at Abdul Rahman Law Corp. And we'll see you when we see you. Bye bye.